Part three of Chapter sixteen of Pilot's Handbook. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by April Walters. Pilot's Handbook of Aeronautical Knowledge by the FAA. Part three of Chapter sixteen. Motion sickness. Motion sickness, or air sickness, is caused by the brain receiving conflicting messages about the state of the body. A pilot may experience motion sickness during initial flights, but it generally goes away within the first few lessons. Anxiety and stress, which may be experienced at the beginning of flight training, can contribute to motion sickness. Symptoms of motion sickness include general discomfort, nausea, dizziness, paleness, sweating, and vomiting. It is important to remember that experiencing air sickness is no reflection on one's ability as a pilot. If prone to motion sickness, let the flight instructor know. There are techniques that can be used to overcome this problem. For example, avoid lessons in turbulent conditions until becoming more comfortable in the aircraft, or start with shorter flights and graduate to longer instruction periods. If symptoms of motion sickness are experienced during a lesson, opening fresh air vents, focusing on objects outside the airplane, and avoiding unnecessary head movements may help alleviate some of the discomfort. Although medications like Dramamine can prevent air sickness in passengers, they are not recommended while flying, since they can cause drowsiness and other problems. Carbon monoxide, CO, poisoning. CO is a colorless and odorless gas produced by all internal combustion engines. Attaching itself to the hemoglobin in the blood about 200 times more easily than oxygen, CO prevents the hemoglobin from carrying oxygen to the cells, resulting in hypemic hypoxia. The body requires up to 48 hours to dispose of CO. If severe enough, the CO poisoning can result in death. Aircraft heater vents and defrost vents may provide CO a passageway into the cabin, particularly if the engine exhaust system has a leak or is damaged. If a strong odor of exhaust gases is detected, assume that CO is present. However, CO may be present in dangerous amounts even if no exhaust odor is detected. Disposable, inexpensive CO detectors are widely available. In the presence of CO, these detectors change color to alert the pilot of the presence of CO. Some effects of CO poisoning are headache, blurred vision, dizziness, drowsiness, and or loss of muscle power. Any time a pilot smells exhaust odor, or any time that these symptoms are experienced, immediate corrective actions should be taken. These include turning off the heater, opening fresh air vents and windows, and using supplemental oxygen if available. Tobacco smoke also causes CO poisoning. Smoking at sea level can raise the CO concentration in the blood and result in physiological effects similar to flying at 8,000 feet. Besides hypoxia, Tobacco causes diseases and physiological debilitation that are medically disqualifying for pilots. Stress is the body's response to physical and psychological demands placed upon it. The body's reaction to stress includes releasing chemical hormones, such as adrenaline, into the blood and increasing metabolism to provide more energy to the muscles. Blood sugar, heart rate, respiration, blood pressure, and perspiration all increase. The term stressor is used to describe an element that causes an individual to experience stress. Examples of stressors include physical stress, noise or vibration, physiological stress, fatigue, and psychological stress, difficult work or personal situations. 
Stress falls into two broad categories, acute, short-term, and chronic, long-term. Acute stress involves an immediate threat that is perceived as danger. This is the type of stress that triggers a fight-or-flight response in an individual, whether the threat is real or imagined. Normally, a healthy person can cope with acute stress and prevent stress overload. However, ongoing acute stress can develop into chronic stress. Chronic stress can be defined as a level of stress that prevents an intolerable burden, exceeds the ability of an individual to cope, and causes individual performance to fall sharply. Unrelenting psychological pressures, such as loneliness, financial worries, and relationship or work problems can produce a cumulative level of stress that exceeds a person's ability to cope with the situation. When stress reaches these levels, performance falls off rapidly. Pilots experiencing this level of stress are not safe and should not exercise their airman privileges. Pilots who suspect they are suffering from chronic stress should consult a physician. Fatigue. Fatigue is frequently associated with pilot error. Some of the effects of fatigue include degradation of attention and concentration, impaired coordination, and decreased ability to communicate. These factors seriously influence the ability to make effective decisions. Physical fatigue results from sleep loss, exercise, or physical work. Factors such as stress and prolonged performance of cognitive work result in mental fatigue. Like stress, fatigue falls into two broad categories, acute and chronic. Acute fatigue is short-term and is a normal occurrence in everyday living. It is the kind of tiredness people feel after a period of strenuous effort, excitement, or lack of sleep. Rest after exertion and eight hours of sound sleep ordinarily cures this condition. A special type of acute fatigue is skill fatigue. This type of fatigue has two main effects on performance. Timing disruption, appearing to perform a task as usual, but the timing of each component is slightly off. This makes the pattern of operation less smooth because the pilot performs each component as though it were separate instead of part of an integrated activity. Disruption of the perceptual field. Concentrating attention upon movements or objects in the center of vision and neglecting those in the periphery. This is accompanied by loss of accuracy and smoothness in control movements. Acute fatigue has many causes, but the following are among the most important for the pilot. Mild hypoxia, oxygen deficiency, physical stress, psychological stress, and depletion of physical energy resulting from psychological stress, sustained psychological stress. Sustained psychological stress accelerates the glandular secretions that prepare the body for quick reactions during an emergency. These secretions make the circulatory and respiratory systems work harder, and the liver releases energy to provide the extra fuel needed for brain and muscle work. When this reserve energy supply is depleted, the body lapses into generalized and severe fatigue. Acute fatigue can be prevented by proper diet and adequate rest and sleep. A well-balanced diet prevents the body from needing to consume its own tissues as an energy source. Adequate rest maintains the body's store of vital energy. Chronic fatigue, extending over a long period of time, usually has psychological roots, although an underlying disease is sometimes responsible. Continuous high stress levels produce chronic fatigue. Chronic fatigue is not relieved by proper diet and adequate rest and sleep, and usually requires treatment by a physician. An individual may experience this condition in the form of weakness, tiredness, palpitations of the heart, breathlessness, headaches, or irritability. Sometimes chronic fatigue even creates stomach or intestinal problems and generalized aches and pains throughout the body. When the condition becomes serious enough, 
it leads to emotional illness if suffering from acute fatigue stay on the ground if fatigue occurs in the flight deck no amount of training or experience can overcome the detrimental effects getting adequate rest is the only way to prevent fatigue from occurring avoid flying without a full night's rest after working excessive hours or after an especially exhausting or stressful day pilots who suspect they are suffering from chronic fatigue should consult a physician dehydration and heat stroke dehydration is the term given to critical loss of water from the body causes of dehydration are hot flight decks and flight lines wind humidity and diuretic drinks coffee tea alcohol and caffeinated soft drinks some common signs of dehydration are headache fatigue cramps sleepiness and dizziness the first noticeable effect of dehydration is fatigue which in turn makes top physical and mental performance difficult if not impossible flying for long periods in hot summer temperatures or at high altitudes increases the susceptibility to dehydration because these conditions tend to increase the rate of water loss from the body to help prevent dehydration drink two to four quarts of water every twenty-four hours since each person is physiologically different this is only a guide most people are aware of the eight glasses a day guide if each glass of water is eight ounces this equates to sixty-four ounces which is two quarts if this fluid is not replaced fatigue proceeds to dizziness weakness nausea tingling of hands and feet abdominal cramps and extreme thirst the key for pilots is to be continually aware of their condition most people become thirsty with a one point five quart deficit or loss of two percent of total body weight this level of dehydration triggers the thirst mechanism the problem is that the thirst mechanism arrives too late and is turned off too easily a small amount of fluid in the mouth will turn this mechanism off and the replacement of needed body fluid is delayed other steps to prevent dehydration include carrying a container in order to measure daily water intake staying ahead not relying on the thirst sensation of an alarm if plain water is offensive add some sport drink flavoring to make it more acceptable limiting daily intake of caffeine and alcohol both are diuretics and stimulate increased production of urine heat stroke is a condition caused by any inability of the body to control its temperature onset of this condition may be recognized by the symptoms of dehydration but also has been known to be recognized only by complete collapse to prevent these symptoms it is recommended that an ample supply of water be carried and used at frequent intervals on any long flight whether thirsty or not the body normally absorbs water at the rate of 1.2 to 1.5 quarts per hour individuals should drink one quart per hour for severe heat stress conditions or one pint per hour for moderate stress conditions if the aircraft has a canopy or roof window wearing light colored porous clothing and a hat will help provide protection from the sun keeping the flight deck well ventilated aids in dissipating excess heat alcohol alcohol impairs the efficiency of the human body see figure 16-8 studies have proved that drinking and performance deterioration are closely linked pilots must make hundreds of decisions some of them time critical during the course of a flight the safe outcome of any flight depends on the ability to make the correct decisions and take the appropriate actions during routine occurrences as well as abnormal situations the influence of alcohol drastically reduces the chances of completing a flight without incident even in small amounts alcohol can impair judgment decrease sense of responsibility affect coordination constrict visual field diminish memory reduce reasoning power and lower attention span 
as little as one ounce of alcohol can decrease the speed and strength of muscular reflexes lengthen the efficiency of eye movements while reading and increase the frequency at which errors are committed impairments in vision and hearing occur at alcohol blood levels due to as little as one drink figure 16-8 impairment scale with alcohol use type of beverage table wine a typical serving of four ounces has 0.48 ounces of pure alcohol content light beer a typical serving of 12 ounces has 0.48 ounces pure alcohol content aperitif liquor typical serving 1.5 ounces has 0.38 ounces of pure alcohol content champagne typical serving of four ounces has 0.48 ounces of pure alcohol content vodka typical serving one ounce has pure alcohol content of 0.50 ounces whiskey typical serving 1.25 ounces has a pure alcohol content of 0.50 ounces 0.01 to 0.05 blood alcohol content which is 10 to 50 milligrams of alcohol per deciliter of blood average individual appears normal 0.03 to 0.12 blood alcohol content or 30 to 120 milligrams of alcohol per deciliter of blood symptoms include mild euphoria talkativeness decreased inhibitions decreased attention impaired judgment increased reaction time from 0 0.09 to 0.25 blood alcohol content or 90 to 250 milligrams of alcohol per deciliter of blood symptoms include emotional instability loss of critical judgment impairment of memory and comprehension decreased sensory response mild muscular incoordination at 0.18 to 0.30 blood alcohol content or 180 to 300 milligrams of alcohol per deciliter of blood symptoms include confusion dizziness exaggerated emotions anger fear grief impaired visual perception decreased pain sensation impaired balance staggering gait slurred speech moderate muscular incoordination from 0.27 to 0.40 blood alcohol content or 270 to 400 milligrams of alcohol per deciliter of blood symptoms include apathy impaired consciousness stupor significantly decreased response to stimulation severe muscular incoordination inability to stand or walk vomiting incontinence of urine and feces from 0.35 to 0.50 blood alcohol content or 350 to 500 milligrams of alcohol per deciliter of blood symptoms include unconsciousness depressed or abolished reflexes abnormal body temperature coma possible death from respiratory paralysis at 450 milligrams of alcohol or above note legal limit for motor vehicle operation in most states is 0 0.08 or 0 0.10 percent or 80 to 100 milligrams of alcohol per deciliter of blood the alcohol consumed in beer and mixed drinks is ethyl alcohol a central nervous system depressant from a medical point of view it acts on the body much like a general anesthetic 
the dose is generally much lower and more slowly consumed in the case of alcohol but the basic effects on the human body are similar alcohol is easily and quickly absorbed by the digestive tract the bloodstream absorbs about eighty to ninety percent of the alcohol in a drink within thirty minutes when ingested on an empty stomach the body requires about three hours to rid itself of all the alcohol contained in one mixed drink or one beer while experiencing a hangover a pilot is still under the influence of alcohol although a pilot may think he or she is functioning normally motor and mental response impairment is still present considerable amounts of alcohol can remain in the body for over 16 hours so pilots should be cautious about flying too soon after drinking altitude multiplies the effects of alcohol on the brain when combined with altitude the alcohol from two drinks may have the same effect as three or four drinks alcohol interferes with the brain's ability to utilize oxygen producing a form of histotoxic hypoxia the effects are rapid because alcohol passes quickly into the bloodstream in addition the brain is a highly vascular organ that is immediately sensitive to changes in the blood's composition for a pilot the lower oxygen availability at altitude and the lower capability of the brain to use what oxygen is there add up to a deadly combination intoxication is determined by the amount of alcohol in the bloodstream this is usually measured as a percentage by weight in the blood 14 cfr part 91 requires that the blood alcohol level be less than 0.04% and that eight hours pass between drinking alcohol and piloting an airplane. A pilot with a blood alcohol level of 0.04% or greater after eight hours cannot fly until the blood alcohol falls below that amount. Even though the blood alcohol may be well below 0.04%, a pilot cannot fly sooner than eight hours after drinking alcohol. Although the regulations are quite specific, it is a good idea to be more conservative than the regulations. Drugs. Pilot performance can be seriously degraded by both prescription and over-the-counter medications, as well as by the medical conditions for which they are taken. Many medications, such as tranquilizers, sedatives, strong pain relievers, and cough suppressants have primary effects that may impair judgment, memory alertness, coordination, vision, and the ability to make calculations. See figure 16-9. Others, such as antihistamines, blood pressure drugs, muscle relaxants, and agents to control diarrhea and motion sickness, have side effects that may impair the same critical functions. Any medicine that depresses the nervous system, such as a sedative, tranquilizer, or antihistamine, can make a pilot more susceptible to hypoxia. Painkillers are grouped into two broad categories, analgesics and anesthetics. Analgesics are drugs that reduce pain, while anesthetics are drugs that deaden pain or cause loss of consciousness. Over-the-counter analgesics, such as acetylacetic acid, aspirin, acetaminophen, Tylenol, and ibuprofen, Advil, have few side effects when taken in the correct dosage. Although some people are allergic to certain analgesics or may suffer from stomach irritation, Flying usually is not restricted when taking these drugs. However, flying is almost always precluded while using prescription analgesics, such as drugs containing propoxyphene, e.g. Darvon, oxycodone, e.g. Percodan, meperidine, e.g. Demerol, and codeine. Since these drugs are known to cause side effects such as mental confusion, dizziness, headaches, nausea, and vision problems. 
Anesthetic drugs are commonly used for dental and surgical procedures. Most local anesthetics used for minor dental and outpatient procedures wear off within a relatively short period of time. The anesthetic itself may not limit flying as much as the actual procedure and subsequent pain. Stimulants are drugs that excite the central nervous system and produce an increase in alertness and activity. Amphetamines, caffeine, and nicotine are all forms of stimulants. Common uses of these drugs include appetite suppression, fatigue reduction, and mood elevation. Some of these drugs may cause a stimulant reaction even though this reaction is not their primary function. In some cases, stimulants can produce anxiety and mood swings, both of which are dangerous when flying. Depressants are drugs that reduce the body's functioning in many areas. These drugs lower blood pressure, reduce mental processing, and slow motor and reaction responses. There are several types of drugs that can cause a depressing effect on the body, including tranquilizers, motion sickness medication, some types of stomach medication, decongestants, and antihistamines. The most common depressant is alcohol. Some drugs that are classified as neither stimulants nor depressants have adverse effects on flying. For example, some antibiotics can produce dangerous side effects, such as balance disorders, hearing loss, nausea, and vomiting. While many antibiotics are safe for use while flying, the infection requiring the antibiotic may prohibit flying. In addition, unless specifically prescribed by a physician, do not take more than one drug at a time and never mix drugs with alcohol because the effects are often unpredictable. The dangers of illegal drugs are also well documented. Certain illegal drugs can have hallucinatory effects that occur days or weeks after the drug is taken. Obviously, these drugs have no place in the aviation community. 14 CFR prohibits pilots from performing crew member duties while using any medication that affects the body in any way contrary to safety. The safest rule is not to fly as a crew member while taking any medication unless approved to do so by the FAA. If there is any doubt regarding the effects of any medication, consult an AME before flying. Figure 16-9, Adverse Effects of Various Drugs Alcohol, such as beer, wine, hard liquor, range of effects, from relaxation, lowered inhibitions, reduced intensity of physical sensations, digestive upsets, body heat loss, and reduced muscular coordination, to loss of body control, passing out, also causing physical injuries, susceptibility to pneumonia, cessation of breathing, development of tolerance, moderate, prolonged use of large amounts, liver damage, ulcers, chronic diarrhea, amnesia, vomiting, brain damage, internal bleeding, debilitation, withdrawal symptoms after prolonged use, convulsions, shakes, hallucinations, loss of memory, uncontrolled muscular spasms, psychosis, sedative hypnotics, such as barbiturates, dembutol, phenobarbital, siconal, and tranquilizers, such as Valium, Librium, Quaaludes. Range of effects from relaxation, lowered inhibitions, reduced intensity of physical sensations, digestive upsets, body heat loss, reduced muscular coordination, to passing out, loss of body control, stupor, severe depression of respiration, possible death, Effects are exaggerated when used in combination with alcohol, synergistic effect. Development of tolerance, moderate. Prolonged use of large amounts. Amnesia, confusion, drowsiness, personality changes. 
withdrawal symptoms after prolonged use convulsions shakes hallucinations loss of memory uncontrolled muscular spasms psychosis opiates such as opium morphine heroin codeine dilaudid percodan darvon methadone range of effects from suppression of pain lowered blood pressure and respiratory rate constipation disruption of menstrual cycle hallucinations and sleep to clammy skin convulsions coma respiratory depression possible death development of tolerance high prolonged use of large amounts leads to depressed sexual drive lethargy general physical debilitation infections hepatitis withdrawal symptoms after prolonged use include watery eyes runny nose severe back pains stomach cramps sleeplessness nausea diarrhea sweating and muscle spasms stimulants such as dexedrine methamphetamine diet pills ritalin cocaine caffeine range of effects from increased blood pressure and pulse rate appetite loss increased alertness dilated and dried out bronchi restlessness and insomnia two paranoid reaction temporary psychosis irritability convulsions palpitations not generally true for caffeine development of tolerance high prolonged use of large amounts can lead to psychosis insomnia paranoia nervous system damage not generally true for caffeine withdrawal symptoms after prolonged use include severe depression both physical and mental not true for caffeine psychedelics such as lsd mescaline psilocybin and pcp range of effects from distorted perceptions hallucinations confusions and vomiting to psychosis hallucinations vomiting anxiety panic stupor with pcp aggressive behavior catatonia convulsions coma high blood pressure development of tolerance high prolonged use of large amounts can lead to psychosis continued hallucinations mental disruption withdrawal symptoms after prolonged use occasional flashback phenomena depression thc such as marijuana hashish range of effects sedation euphoria increased appetite altered mental processes two distorted perception anxiety panic development of tolerance moderate prolonged use of large amounts can lead to a motivation or loss of drive withdrawal symptoms after prolonged use no true withdrawal symptoms except possible depression end of section 16 part 3 recording by april walters